Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Less than three weeks since its release, Avatar The Way of Water has already topped $1.4 billion at the global box office. $1.4 billion. Meanwhile, the Blue Man Group was like, what are we doing wrong here? What are we going New York State's first licensed marijuana store opened last week in Manhattan at 4.20 p.m. And it must be good weed, because it was supposed to open at 10 a.m. Last week, Southwest left passengers and luggage across the country stranded after they suffered a major meltdown and canceled more than 15,000 flights. Southwest said that they were launching an investigation into the meltdown, but then they immediately canceled it. Okay, um, I don't know. I always thought they, at the very least, had sort of a professional respect for each other. I don't know that I'd say that they were friends. Um, Ryan Seacrest, I guess, technically competes with CNN's Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, and then they're up against Miley and Dolly. Right. Which I, I watched. I watched that one. Did you guys happen to see Miley? I saw a little bit of the beginning. It was cute. Dolly's definitely getting a little older. Yeah. Yesterday on Live with Kelly and Ryan, Seacrest suggested that Annie Cohen snubbed him during their competing broadcasts. Hmm. Uh, He said, my big stage was right in front of Anderson and Andy. And when I wasn't, like, on the air, I would try to get their attention. I just wanted to wave and say hi because they they have a great show. Yeah. And he said that Anderson Cooper acknowledged him and told him, hey, have a good show. Mm-hmm. But Andy wouldn't even turn around. Isn't that crazy? You now know why? Why would he do that? Because he wasn't drinking. He was pissed off. <laughs> I watched 10 minutes of it. It was boring. Uh, I read a children's book. It was boring. Really? Yes. Yeah. Well, because if you remember at the end of last year or the year before, whatever, they came on and said that they were not going to allow them to drink because they were previously <laughs> taking like shots of tequila and it was hilarious. And Andy Cohen had a couple of like curse word slips, I guess. And so the network came on and said, no more drinking. And then Andy went on his show and he was like, I'm going to be drinking. I don't care what they say. And they came back and they were like, ah, ah, ah. I don't and think so. They, so. So they couldn't drink 
So they kept saying they were going to do edibles instead. Well, each year it seemed to get progressively worse. Like in the beginning, it was funny and it was sort of festive. And it was kind of entertaining to see Anderson Cooper get all giggly and stuff. And then over time, they just got more and more slosh to the point where it was almost unwatchable. Yeah. Um, And doesn't it get to a point, too, as, as a person ages, it just becomes less and less attractive like when an old person is sloppy drunk <laughs> yeah i don't know but during last year's broadcast you remember andy he was so drunk he trashed ryan in a just a really mean way and abc's new year's coverage he said if you look behind me you'll see ryan seacrest group of losers performing uh i'm sorry but if you're watching abc you're watching nothing and why would he do that well he later apologized and then you know, I think that's what contributed to CNN saying, all right, that's enough. No <laughs> more when you have to go back and apologize after the fact. Right. Not a good sign. Yeah. All right. So Dion Warwick has a new documentary out on CNN. It's called Dion Warwick, Don't Make Me Over. And Snoop Dogg is in it. And he talks about this thing that happened in the 90s. Dion was upset with the misogynistic lyrics she was hearing from hip-hop artists. So she called them to a meeting at her home at 7 o'clock in the morning, and they showed. They were up from the night before still. Snoop said, we were kind of like scared and shook up. We're powerful right now, but she's been powerful forever. 30-some years in the game, in the big home with a lot of money and success. And Dion read them the riot act, I guess, and told them how someday they were going to have to explain those lyrics to their own children. Mm. And Snoop said, she was checking me at a time when I thought we couldn't be checked. <laughs> we were the most gangsta as you could be. But Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. That day at Dion Warwick's house, I believe we got out gangstered that day. And it worked. Snoop said, I made it a point to put records of joy, me uplifting everybody and nobody dying and everybody living. Wow. He says, Dion, I hope I became the jewel that you saw when I was the little dirty rock that was in your house. I hope I'm making you proud. Isn't that funny? That Mm -hmm. is funny. Get a good talking to. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the fact that he was willing to listen. You know, he respected her enough to listen. Yeah. At 7 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so there is a movie that came out in 1968. Romeo and Juliet is a story that's probably been done a million times, but it was a big blockbuster theater hit in 1968, and it starred uh, actors Leonard Whiting and Olivia Hussey. Uh, they played the leads in the 1968 version of Romeo and Juliet. Fast forward to 2023. Those two actors who were kids at the time that movie was made in 1968 are suing Paramount Pictures for sexually exploiting them as minors. 
Wow. The lawsuit alleges that the late director, Franco Zeffirelli, had assured them that there would be no nudity in the movie. But when it came down to it, when they were shooting, he insisted they perform in the nude or the, quote, picture would fail. Mm. Wow. Uh, The scene showed Olivia's bare chest and Leonard's butt. That's that's kind of the extent of it. However, she was 15 at the time, and he was 16. And so these actors, who are now in their 70s, are seeking damages believed to be in, a, in excess of $500 million. Wow. They got a shot of getting any of it? I don't the know. movie 55 years old? That's crazy. It's Now, it's worth mentioning that Olivia said back and they're, they're going to dig all this stuff now because if okay if we're going to go there they're going to go back and look at every interview these actors have ever done since then and back in 2018 which is not that long ago she said olivia said in a variety interview that the nude scene was needed for the film and that she felt zeffirelli shot it tastefully mm. and uh in another interview that she did with Fox News, she said, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't really that big of a deal. And uh, in the middle of shooting, she said she forgot that she wasn't even wearing clothes. So I don't know how this is going to go, but it'll be an interesting test. Yeah, because, I mean, I immediately think of Brooke Shields because she did a couple of movies when she was really young. Blue Lagoon. Blue Lagoon and Endless and Love. Baby. And Endless Love, I think she was still really young. And there were some nudity and sex scenes in that one, too. So, I don't know. So, I don't know how this is going to go, because while the actors at the time were minors, you know, they are in their 70s now. It's a lot of years, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio has a new 23-year-old girlfriend. He does? Super, Who is it? I don't know. Some model? Probably. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle announced some new co-headlining tour dates, but the closest they're coming to us is St. Louis. Gee, why, that's that could only be like an interesting show. Yeah, I think that would be, if, if it was within a couple of hours of here, I think I'd try to get tickets to that. You could go, you know, go back to your little home state of Illinois and drive over to St. Louis. Isn't that we close used to, to go, where that you used, used to, to live? It's about, it was three hours from where I grew up. We used to go to St. Louis Cardinal Games every single summer. Oh, yeah, see? So, you could yeah. make a weekend of it, Jen. Sure could. Yeah, just an update on Damar Hamlin and... Uh, what we've learned overnight isn't really much. Um, his uncle, I guess, was saying yesterday, he spoke to the NFL Network, and he said, DeMar is still in ICU, still sedated. Uh, good news is he's improved to 50% oxygen on a ventilator, down from 100% when they brought him in. So, you know, this is still really serious. He's in critical condition still, but... Signs of improvement. I guess that's a sign of improvement, yeah. Uh, he said, I'm thankful that he's still here. He's still alive. He's still fighting. And we're just taking it day by day and continue to let the medical staff do what they do. Um, you know, a lot of people have been saying, you know, what's what's the story? You know, we're not getting, we're not getting any updates. What do we know? And uh, I guess one of the ESPN reporters for... Buffalo, like one of the local ESPN reporters had said, it's because the family doesn't know anything. You know, like they, it's one they of those situations. I don't know if the doctors know anything. Right. I mean, all they can do, a lot of it is really up to him. 
and it's just sort of a wait and see and what happens in the next few days. And I think his name's Eric Wood is the ESPN reporter. And I hope that it goes in a positive direction. But it is. I love seeing, I think the positive part about this particular situation is seeing everyone come together. Mm-hmm. Did and, you see the skyline and, all lit up in yes, blue? And yeah. in prayer and positivity. And I was having a conversation with someone yesterday that was like, why do these bad things keep happening to Buffalo and Cincinnati? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm hoping the fact that we are showing such positivity, togetherness, and prayer, it's like that is the positive part of everyone coming together around such a horrific situation. Well, what we're taking out of this. And, and for everything that we've gone through here, I mean, boy, Buffalo has just had a oh, road yes. you know, between the blizzard and all those people dying in their cars. And I will say the bond between our two cities is interesting to watch because I don't know if you guys remember, it was like maybe, what, five years ago, Andy Dalt. We we lost a game which put them into, like, the playoff contention, mm-hmm. so then all their fans donated to Andy Dalton's charitable foundation. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then the next year, we donated to some sort of children's hospital thing in Buffalo, and I don't know. There's just a bond between the two cities. Ironically, they're both queen cities. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo is a queen city as well. But it's nice to have that kind of relationship with another team when yes. you look at, you know, oh, yeah. I don't think yes. this kind of thing would be happening with Pittsburgh. Well, even but Scott. It was, doesn't feel quite as. Uh, it's, yeah. Well, like my boyfriend was at the game and that's what he said as they were leaving. You know, everybody was kind of walking out at the same time that people were just like hugging, patting on the back, shaking hands, you know, towards all fans. By the way, DeMar Hamlin's toy drive just topped $6 million a little bit ago. That is is incredible. Yeah. Okay, so we know the the Bengals-Bills game, obviously, is not going to be resumed this week, but do we know what happens moving forward? So we don't exactly know what they're going to do about that particular game, but both teams are scheduled to play on Sunday. Uh, The Bills at 1 o'clock versus the Patriots. And then today we should find out what time the Bengals are going to play against Baltimore, whether it's at one o'clock or four. Hmm. So all of, so that information should be coming out today, but I don't believe they've decided what to do about any of the statistics from this game, because it really was any of the playoff implications. Yes, how they're going to work. And it really any was of one out. of those games where it's like, if this person, if this team wins, this is going to happen. If this team wins, this is going to happen. And then it directly affects the Kansas City Chiefs as well because, you know, they could get like a they get the home first, field advantage. Yeah, they could get a first round bye. They could get home field advantage throughout the whole playoffs. But if the Bengals would, you know, it's like all these things of what if. But I feel like let's just all be okay with whatever it is they decide. Yeah. The situation is such a horrible situation. Let's just be okay with whatever it is and move forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the Bengals need to be okay with what happens moving yeah. forward, too. I feel like know? as a fan, I am. Like, if they decide that they're going to, I don't know. I mean, there's been a lot of speculation that they might try to do something mathematical, mathematically based on winning percentages. Right. And I don't know what that algorithm is. But if that's what they decide, let's just be okay with that and move forward. You know, if we're going to win, we're going to win. I'm okay with that. Totally. I, I find it, I find it interesting that it's taking them so long to figure it out. That, that they haven't yeah. come like, up with somebody, a plan yes. yet. Like, is somebody mad and they're like, no, we're not going to stand for that. It's like, what? what's happening? It's unprecedented. Yeah, they don't really know what to yeah. do. 
Right, well, that's your latest E! News for now. We'll have more for you coming up after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we're going to have three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One of those headlines is real. And if you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to the Cincinnati Cyclones throwback night this Saturday, which we're getting ready to bear it all. Here's the deal. If the game sells out, if you haven't heard, we're going to bear it all right here on the air. That's a big night, too. That's like that's the night when the fans throw the teddy bears and the stuffed animals on the ice, which get donated to the police to help comfort kids in need. That's why we want everybody there, and we want everybody to bring a teddy bear. Yep. So we're going to set you up, though, with a free pair of tickets. Hope you'll still buy some anyway. And that's coming up next with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. In the meantime, Denise Johnson standing by here with your latest Q102 traffic. Coming, shut it out with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, Tim. Right now, buy one window, get one free. They also do siding, roofing, and doors. Call 513-755-1800. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Carl. Hey, how are you today? Doing great. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How about yourself? I'm doing all right. Good. I got your headlines here. You pick the real one. You're going to go to the Cyclones game on Saturday night, okay? That sounds great. All right. So is the real one A. Guy calls cops after prostitute takes all his money and steals his shoes. Is it B. Burglars call 911 to get help moving stolen stuff. Or C. Man calls 911 after drug dealer sold him sage and told him it was a supersized joint. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing B. You're right. It is B. All right. There you go. Well done. There are two main issues when robbing a place. Two main issues. Two. What are All the right. two main issues, guys, when you're robbing a place? Uh, don't get caught. It's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you're an idiot. What kind of issues? Yeah. I mean, are you, are you... The two main issues are security cameras. One. <laughs> How to get in. Oh, yeah. And how to get two, out. Two, how to get out that, uh, those are with big. the stuff you're stealing. Yeah. Successfully. These yeah. people did not think through that second part. Well, it's like those people that try to steal an ATM and they're in a Volkswagen bug. Yeah. Two people from, Fl- <clears throat> excuse me. Two people from Florida, a man uh-huh. in Florida and a woman in Florida. Pasco County. Were arrested uh, last weekend after breaking into a house through an unlocked door. Okay, so now they, they got in. They got that part down. They also allegedly stole from a Dollar General earlier that day. And the reason it wasn't that hard to catch them is because while they were at the house, they actually called 911 for some reason. They didn't say anything. <laughs> So what what do cops do when that happens? They get a 911 call, a non-responsive 911 call. They dispatch cops to the area. When they showed up, the female thief said that, well, they had called 911 to ask law enforcement to help them move stuff from the house they were robbing and to give them a ride to the airport because they were going to New York. What? Uh, well, you know, they are not They're making this up on the fly. Criminals. Deputies did help them bag up a few of the items they stole and did give them a ride, but not to the airport. 
They were taken to jail where they were both charged with burglary. Yeah. So. Well. There's that. Yeah. So I had my first day of jury duty yesterday. How'd that go? Well, it's, it's not really jury duty if you're not serving as a juror. So you, did you just sit there all day waiting to get... It's been a long time since I've been on jury duty. I don't really remember much other than I sat there all day and never got called. Oh, was it here locally? Or? No. No. They were in Florida. Yeah. Well, anyway... Yesterday, you know, it was raining. I, I haven't done jury duty in many years, so I was trying to remember everything from the last time, like making sure, you know, my phone charger was with me because yeah. they have, you know, they have free Wi-Fi. They have a lot to entertain you. They got they got TVs. They have workstations. Yeah. They have desktop computers that you can use with access to the Internet. Nice. They have free, free water, free coffee, free tea. They have vending machines. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have books. They have magazines. They let you... Take a break for 15 minutes at a time as long as you check back in in case yeah. they call you, that kind of thing. So, I mean, there's a lot lot of ways to keep yourself occupied. And I brought my lunch. I got my little... Oh, good. I'm, I'm on Your that. little lunchbox with you. Yeah, with my little FC thing. And I, I walk in and I got all this stuff and I got my umbrella and I got my briefcase and everything. <laughs> and I'm kind of fumbling around. It feels like my first day of school and I'm trying to remember if I have everything. And I got to go through security and there's a line of people. And, you know, the lawyers who work in the courthouse every day, they got it down with science. Oh, yeah. Sure. They, they take just everything through down there. and put it in the bowl, and they walk through, and they say, what's up, Jimmy? How you doing today? Right. All the ba- all the deputies know him. Me? Not, uh, no. I'm a bumbling idiot. I'm dropping stuff, and I got my lunch thing, and he's like, everything's got to go through, and I'm emptying my pockets and taking my watch off, and he looks at my FC bag, and he goes, is that your kale salad? <laughs> <laughs> and were you like, uh-huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go on. That's just so funny. It's so funny to me that you have gotten called so many times. I mean, people go decades without me? being called. I've never been called. Ever. For jury duty. And you've, is this like three, four, five times for you? I told I mean, Jeff it's a yesterday, bunch. I want to be called. I want to do my... Uh, so your civic duty? Yes. I think it would be very interesting, and I could be totally not partial. I mean, how does this happen? It's well, like uh, getting hit by lightning. Once you got hit by lightning, you get more. In, more according to, to my, my jury handbook, okay. which everybody gets one, uh, it <laughs> and says... And, of course, you read yours. <laughs> he sent me screenshots Oh, I read it, and it. I highlighted it. Oh, God. <laughs> He was sending me screenshots yesterday afternoon. How many pages is this jury handbook? Well, let's take a look. Oh, my God. Is it pretty thick? That cracks me up. I I wonder how many people read that. It's not. I mean, it's, you know, it's probably, it's probably like six to eight pages. But it says uh, jurors' names are selected at random by a computer from a list of registered voters provided by the Board of Elections. Still. Still, the odds. Kristen is a registered voter. Yeah, we all are. We've gone to vote together. Yeah. She never gets called. Never gets picked. This is like your third or fourth time just since you've moved to Ohio. Right. However, uh, Jim Blummel, our production director who works in in another studio down the hall from us, he was called seven times in 14 years. Oh, wow. Seven times. That's Every a year. lot. But he's like the perfect juror, though, you know? He, like, he's like oh, that. Yeah. He's he's a man of integrity. He's mm-hmm. very sort of fair and balanced. He's Willing thoughtful. to listen to all the, all the evidence. He's Yeah, he's like With the an ideal open juror. mind. He right. really does, and he thinks certain things that you would never, you'd be like, oh, 
I never would have thought of that. Yeah. Even in our creative mm-hmm. meetings, yes. he's very literal and plays by the book. He does. And he waits to the very last person to talk. Like <laughs> right. he, takes he gathers all, all the, the information. Stuff. Yes. So as the day goes on, uh, different courtrooms around the building are calling the jury supervisor saying, hey, you know, send us 10 more or whatever. Yeah. And, but there are days where, like, they may settle. Yeah. A lot of the cases may settle or they may be full or, mm-hmm. you know, they don't need you. So they're like, okay, it's noon. The courtrooms are full. We're good. Yeah. You're not home. off the hook yet, but go home for today. Check with us tonight. We'll yeah. let you know about tomorrow. Yeah. Today I got the day off. Huh. So is this, this you have to check in for a whole week, two weeks? How two long? weeks. Two weeks. Until they kick me. Until they're done. So or, now, are, are, did you like serving on a jury and, and being put in that? But like, if you get chosen again and they start asking you questions. Right. Are you going to, you know, try to get out of it? No. You're going to. That feels wrong to me. Yeah. Me too. It, it just does, like. I, I just think, like, for a citizen to serve their country in a way mm-hmm. is through the judicial system, especially, like, if you didn't do military service, which I didn't. Mm-hmm. So you look for other ways to serve your country or your community. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't think they're asking a lot. What if, though, you legit- legitimately feel like you would not be a good person for this particular case? Like if they ask you a question yes. that you know that your honest answer to that question will likely get you disqualified. Then I'll be honest. Okay. But, yeah, but, but that's it. I mean, that's why they sort of vet you. You know, they ask you a series of questions like say, hey, you know, has this ever happened to you? How, mm-hmm. do, you, how do you how feel? How do you feel about? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they even asked me the questionnaire during orientation, they said, you know, how do you feel about police officers? That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I just think if you're really honest about everything and then let the lawyers make that decision. Okay. And if they want to challenge you and kick you, then they will. But don't a lot of people have issue with like the pay of it? Like, don't you have to report to HR and say, hey, I got selected for jury duty. Yeah. And then everybody's situation is different. And based that's why on, I think people don't like going. It could be because if you're an hourly employee, like if you're not full time and yes. you're missing out on a day's pay, you, at least in Hamilton County, like you get $19 a day for showing up, yeah. which doesn't cover the cost that I'm sure some people are losing well like if somebody's working a a lunch rush at downtown skyline they're gonna be making twenty dollars hopefully in that hour right they get pulled from their job to have to go to jury duty that's usually why they get upset and don't want to be on it yeah i mean it's a sacrifice for sure and some people make that case and i I think those decisions are made on a case-by-case basis Mm -hmm. but you know i'm I'm lucky to be a full-time paid employee and you know our company covers that so mm. i think with our situation i'm supposed to give my 19 dollars back to the company each day oh yeah <laughs> honestly honest <laughs> to god you're supposed to give it back to this company yeah i think nicole was telling me she oh. said I, I think you just like basically sign over the checks and really yeah I that's so. interesting that's yeah that is interesting i'm donating mine though to the uh they have a like a little fund that helps pay for like the books and magazines and the the free coffee and stuff the and the internet access. And they give you an option if you want your $19 a day to go back to go into to the that. fund. And 
Yeah, how does the fund appear to be doing? You're saying they had quite a bit of, of good entertainment and snacks. What's the literature like down there at the courthouse? I thought so. I was very comfortable yesterday. Do you have any I, vampire books? What I about got, vampire porn? Do they have vampire vampires? Porn? <laughs> what do no, they got? With your free internet access, you could... That's how I could load your, up, couldn't I? Yep. So the, I went in there yesterday. They started us off. We filled out some forms, turned them in. We had the init- the orientation that got us to 945. That we took a 10-minute break, and then we all kind of reconvened. And I read through the handbook, and I answered some emails, answered some texts, responded mm-hmm. to some things. And by 1115, I was fast asleep. There, oh, uh, there you go. Oh, you were sleeping down there. Out cold. What were you, like, laying on a bench? No, nope, they're just sitting up just right in the chair. Up right in the chair. <laughs> Did someone have to? Excuse me, sir. They've called your name. Guy comes on the loudspeaker. He says, "We're all dismissed for the day." I was like, "Check Thanks for the nap." Yep. Hey, yeah. I That's hope funny. someone took a video of you. I would love that. Did you so see anybody I. that you knew? Uh, nobody that I knew, but uh, some people who are fans of the show spotted me. Hey, there's oh, a so guy they've got there. some pictures or video probably yeah. of you snoozing. There's a guy sleeping please over share. there with a kale salad if you in his have lap. It, please share. <laughs> yes. Please send it to I'm us. Send it to us. Tag us in it. Did you get to eat the salad? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get down to brass tacks here. Oh, yeah. And it was like, so it was from Joella's Hot Chicken. Uh-huh. And nice. I got the spicy chicken. And, you know, it's got an aroma to it. So I wonder how many people were just annoyed by me. Yeah. Like, you know what they did? Thing. They were like, not only did this guy come in and sneak up the joint, now he's taking oh, a freaking God. nap in exactly. the corner. Yep. That's so funny. That's, I'm that guy. Good for you. So when do you have to, what do you have to do now? So I do nothing today. I just work a regular day here. And then I call Let's see, you, you call the jury hotline at like after four o'clock and they tell you if you got to go in tomorrow. And, and it's just like letters A through J or whatever they say. Yeah. Or you've like, got like you a got a group number. Uh, okay. And, you know, Jen was asking me, she goes, do you like jury duty? I like sitting in the jury pool. <laughs> yeah. It's like going on vacation. But <laughs> you have salads and naps. <laughs> the last time when I did it and I got picked to sit on a jury, all of a sudden, like, it was work. Oh, and it's yeah. serious. Like, this person's fate is kind of in your hands. Yeah. And you have to listen. Oh, you have to pay attention. And pay attention. Yeah. I That's hard. Hours on That's end. really hard. Especially if it's not compel. If it's not a very compelling case, then you're, you know, you get bored easy. Yeah. And you're, you'll either get like a, if you get picked, uh-huh. it'll either be a criminal case or a civil case. Which and, one I wonder would be more interesting. Well, I did a criminal case last time where all 12 have to be unanimous. Yeah. But in, in the civil case, my understanding is there's eight jurors and only six. It's it's like majority of six and okay. you're, you're good. And that's usually property or financial disputes, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm suing you. Right. I wonder what would happen if you fell asleep on the jury bench. Oh, man. Oh, they could probably... Contempt of court for Jeff Thomas. No, You're going I, to jail. I wonder if that would qualify for a mistrial. Like the jury's not even paying attention. Probably. Probably. Or they swap me out for an alternate. You I better take a five goes. hour before you head down. Right. <laughs> I know. I'll get you one. Yeah. <laughs> or hit that midnight coffee from the Duncan like you've been drinking this morning. So you oh, the Duncan Midnight. <laughs> yeah, I like it. So. Anyway. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Something different. That was that was interesting. The first day back to work from vacation, just jump right into it. Yeah. And then, oh, and FYI, like if I do get picked for a trial, I don't think I can come into work on those days at all. Probably not. You probably have to be there early. Yeah. Well, That's just, okay. Just keep us in the loop. Yeah. 
they probably want you. I would want you to be fresh. If it was my jury trial, I don't want you coming in here, powwowing with us for two hours and then leaving. I want you to get up and do something not related so you can focus. You know, who I feel for are those jurors that get picked to be on those really high profile cases. Oh, yeah. And like when the day comes for the Idaho murders. Right. Oh, oh my those... God. Could you imagine? Yeah. I just would not even want to see the evidence. You know, I mean, the things oh, that are going to be presented God. to you are just going to be yeah. so incredibly right. gruesome. And they kind of tell you, too, when they're asking you. Yeah. They call it voir dire to tell the truth where they're saying, hey, this is what we got going on. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. talk here. How, how you feel about some of this stuff. And then have to go home and be with your family and your friends and, and not be able to talk about it at all. Oh, yeah. Right. Would be really hard, too, especially if it's really disturbing stuff. Right. You know, to not be able to. Scranton Strangler. Mm. Jeff, don't be Toby. Don't be coming back and. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was a storyline from The Office. Oh, I was like, who's I'm that? like, what are you talking if about? If you know, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> Move <Yeah>. on. <laughs> I came back, so after I got uh, sent home from jury duty yesterday, I came back here to to record some stuff, and I ran into Sue Lewis, super fan Sue, and she said, oh, yeah, she goes, I've done it. She goes, you know, jury duty in Kentucky is three months. Oh, my God. Seriously? So wow. I don't know how that works. Like, could you potentially be sitting in a pool for three months? Didn't Molly works? do it? And she did it for it was yeah. at least two or three weeks. And it was the same as you. Like, if she got picked, Molly got picked. And she was out for several weeks because she got picked and had to listen to all the stuff. Right. But wow. the same thing as you. You call in. And if you have to report that day, then you do. And if yeah. you get picked, you get picked. Now, do they, how do, what about like grand juries? When they have a grand jury, do That's you? separate. So I was in a pool for a grand jury and I got sent home. Yeah. They wanted nothing to do with me. That's I don't think I qualify. Level. I don't qualify for federal level yeah. evidence. Yes, you don't. Guess I agree. <laughs> Guess the crazy not. thing is, though, too, it's like once you're on a jury, you're not done. You're still in the pool. Right. So once your trial is finished, I believe you can still get called get for a again. different one or whatever. I think. In Kentucky. Yeah, I think uh, our guy said no. Yeah. Like he says, once you do once it. Once you're, you're done, you're done. Yeah. Yeah, so that's separate. But you're on that. I mean, you are. If that trial goes on for months, oh, you're yeah. there for months. Right. Yeah. I wonder how they decide when to let you be a part of the public and when to put you up in a hotel. Like if it's so. When ho- to sequester you. Yeah. Like, like I guarantee so the Idaho profile. murders are probably going to be sequestered. sequestered. Yeah. Think, right. And what is think. that like for your life, you know, and yeah. their life? It's just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So that's what I got going on. Oof. Yeah. Well, good luck, buddy. Exciting yeah. way to start the year. Yeah. Yeah. But vacation was nice. We had a lovely time. Yeah. Was yeah. it beautiful? We didn't have any issues. You know, I got to say, Bermuda is so close and easy. Yeah. Travel wise. Really? Like, if you're looking for a you tropical, know, somewhat something, tropical, something. beautiful place to go. Yeah. I mean, we, we had to get up early because we caught like an early flight to Atlanta, which was our connection city. Because mm-hmm. there's no nonstops from Cincinnati to to Bermuda that I'm aware of. Um, so we got up super early at like 3 a.m. to catch that 5 a.m. flight at CVG. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy, man. I mean, we just, we sailed through security. We, we we must have somehow bypassed all the craziness, probably probably because it was so early. So early, yeah. And we were going to Atlanta. Yeah. And we had a short layover 
And then by 3 o'clock in the afternoon, we were in our room and cracking open a bottle of Prosecco and ready to go. Nice. And we were there for 10 days. We, we spent the holidays there, and it was lovely. It was just really mild. There were some days where it rained, like it would rain, and then it would be sunny, and then it would rain, and it would be sunny, sort of mm-hmm. like Florida. Yeah. You would have days like that. But it felt very, even though there was humidity in the air, it felt very mild. Mm-hmm. And everybody there is just lovely and pleasant and i mean just genuinely nice yeah you know like they're not annoyed by you as a tourist for being there that's helpful do they take the dollar there oh yeah that's the other thing so they have the bermuda dollar which is totally in line with the u.s dollar Mm -hmm. so they just accept both currencies oh that's they exchange so depending like if you Give them a 20 or give them a 50. The change you get back could be mixed. Sure. And it's okay because the value was exactly the same. Mm. Correct me if I'm wrong. They speak English there because it was a former British colony. Correct. That's the... That makes it a little easier. Official language. Although it's so funny because whenever... And I experienced this even like in the UK. I get that you all speak English, but I still don't understand you. Because <laughs> the dialect, depending on what neighborhood you're in, can be so thick yeah. sometimes. And the slang, that's the thing that I think mm-hmm. a lot of us forget is that when you go to certain, like even in Jamaica, the slang where they slur together two words or they'll make a brand new word, you're like, what are you talking about? Or they're like, we're going to go up the apples and pears. Yeah. What? Where's that? The <laughs> stairs? Oh, the apples and pears, the stairs. I did not know that. Thank you. Why would you call them Fruit. That's so true. <laughs> and they drive on the other side of the road, so there's that, which f- just feels weird. But when you're walking, which we would, like, walk into the little town every now and then, you got to look to the left. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's got to be different. That definitely is different. Yeah. Uh, those cars are little, but they're fast. Yeah. <laughs> they will take you out. <laughs> but, yeah, everything, everything about it was lovely. However, I think... I think I'm becoming Larry David. Oh, God. In what way? I just notice little things bugging me that shouldn't. Like? Here you are. You know, you're in this beautiful place. Everybody's so nice. The service is impeccable. Mm -hmm. Like, only a guy like Larry David would find something annoying to complain about. And I I caught myself kind of doing that. Give us an example. Okay. The Christmas music continued right to the very frickin' end. <laughs> and it, it was loud. Continued to the very end of what? It was New Year's Day. We're having breakfast. Still with the Christmas music? Oh, you were ready to move on. Yeah. I, it's funny because I feel like some people, that must be because you work in radio, because a lot of people would have totally blurred that part of it out. Oh, my God. It was making me crazy. Like, I got, I understood... Like on the 26th and 27th, maybe they haven't had a chance to change it. Or maybe they want to sort of retain the spirit mm-hmm. until New Year's. Sure. But the, when New Year's Eve came and went and they were still playing, I'm like, all right, come on already. Did you talk to you somebody about it? No. Oh. See, Larry David would have. <laughs> yeah. See, that's he where. He would have had a scene. I'm getting there, Give though. him time. You're just going to bitch about <laughs> it and then deal with, not deal with it. And we would, we would order room service a lot. And. I just thought it was so bizarre. Like, they would bring us our breakfast, and let's say they brought us our breakfast at, like, 9, 9.15 or whatever. Within a half an hour, our phone is ringing off the hook from room service saying, 
are you, are you ready for your tray? Can we take your tray? Do you need this? Do you want to put your tray out? Can we come collect your tray? Calm down. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're not done yet. We're leisurely. It's a vacation. See, I think they do that. When we're done with it, we'll put it in the hall. Seriously. But that's like the customer service aspect for them, I think. They don't want you to have to keep the dishes in your room. Because sometimes. We won't. We'll put them out when we leave. We're going out eventually. The service they offer you is to come and get it. Like sometimes when you call, like I've done these all inclusive resorts where you call and your order room service and they call back within minutes while you're eating. Are you enjoying the meal? Did everything okay? Blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, it's fine. Great. We're eating. And then they call back, Do, would you like us to come and take the tray now? No, we're still eating. But I think they think that they're helping that you. That they're being a waiter. Yes. I think that's absolutely totally. true. But despite the fact that when they dropped it off, they said, just give us a call when you want us to take the tray. Yes, I will. <laughs> I heard you. Yeah. And I will. And I oh, will. Oh, yeah. This is going to be fun. Oh. <laughs> so then one day we're like, all right, why don't we just go there and eat? We'll get lunch. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. And I, or, you know what tuna ceviche is? It's mm-hmm. like, okay. And so it comes with these spiced plantain chips, which sounded Ooh, really yeah. good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ceviche is like where they use lime to kind of, the acid and the lime to kind of yes. cook the fish. Right. It's right up Jen's alley. Nope. Yeah, no, oh, she no, wouldn't touch no. it with a million years. wouldn't go anywhere near it. a million years. Just, yeah, I could smell it just thinking about I it. Know, yes. It's I got know. different like herbs in it. There's no, I would I didn't never really order think it. That. It's not on the Bob Evans menu. <laughs> <laughs> she was thinking tuna salad is what she thought. Right. Is what, it like chick, chicken salad chick? That's why I had to clarify what that was. <laughs> so they, they bring it over, and it, it looks beautiful. And, yes. and I pick up the chips, and I start, and I'm like... These are not plantain chips. These taste like regular. They were green, but they weren't vegan. Like they were clearly gluten chips. Yeah. Oh my. Which word. is it's not Who a. Are you? It's not a big deal. But my point is, it says plantain chips on the menu. If that's what they say they're giving you, then that's what they should give you. That's and, what I'm saying. And if there was gluten involved, and, and there was somebody that had ordered the plantain chips because they can't have gluten, well, then that's an issue. That, that's what I'm saying. Yes. So when the guy oh came back, God. he said, "How's it going?" I go, "You know, it's it's very good." Uh, but these are not plantain chips, however, are they? He goes, oh, no, no, sir. I'm like, okay, just want it. Because it said plantain chips on the menu. Uh-huh. He said, uh-huh. So he really? didn't offer to give you any plantain chips? No, he's chips? very nice, smiling, just <laughs> look, kind of looks back at me. I'm like, so I'm just saying it would have been nice yeah. if I knew. Right. Kind of ordered that it because of the plantain it wasn't chips. Plantain I chips. wanted plantain chips. Right. Yeah, and what did he I say mean, to that? It's fine. He's like, okay, sir. Yeah. I mean, they're very nice, but he's like, what do you, you know, we're just, we're short staffed and okay, we got a full house. I get it. <laughs> it was such a minor thing, but that was it. I'm just like, oh my God, I'm turning into Larry David. Well, it's just a sign that, you know, your life is going so incredibly well that the only thing that you have to complain about is <laughs> room service calling your room in the middle of your meal. Believe me, I'm having this conversation in my head <laughs> saying the exact same thing to That's, myself that you just said to yeah. me. I know this intellectually. Sure. I get it. I understand it. But we all have all emotions. So we all get angry. We all get frustrated. And lucky for some of us that those are the biggest issues in our world <laughs> that we have to get frustrated about. It's perspective. <laughs> I get it. I hear you. So, you you know, feel it and laugh about it and move on. Right.
Did you ever get the plantain? No, no, I never did. <laughs> Thanks, Fritz, for bringing that back up. No, because they never even brought this. And you know, that's that's what that's the difference between a ten and a nine. Sure, <laughs> there you go. Well, hey, I nice. think I th- I think it's a pretty big issue. Oh my word! I in agree heaven. with you. Ah. Yeah. I no. think I think you should write a letter. Oh, on day four, I asked for cream with my coffee. I got a half and half, but I I said nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I said it to Kristen. I said this is not cream. She's going to be the one that gets to hear all about. It. Oh yeah, and she does. All right, coming up. Taylor Swift tickets, you guys. Taylor Swift, July 1st, Paycor Stadium, the 12 sounds of 2022. We're going to play coming up next, but first, Denise Johnson has your latest track. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.